helping you live well, stay well, while keeping pace with today's rapidly changing healthcare environment. That's Summit Medical Group. And now it's time for SMG Radio. Here's Melanie Cole. If you're suffering from obesity and diet and exercise haven't worked for you, you might want to consider an intragastric balloon for weight loss. My guest today is Dr. Hazar Michael. She's a gastroenterologist with Summit Medical Group. Welcome to the show, Dr. Michael. People have heard about bariatric surgery, but not everybody is either a candidate or has the desire to go through all of the different needs for bariatric surgery. What is the intragastric balloon? The intragastric balloon is balloon we place it endoscopically, so it's simple procedure, an upper endoscopy to be done, then we deploy the balloon. The balloon is made from silicon. The balloon currently is FDA approved for stage one and stage two obesity, which is BMI between thirty to forty for health for as aid to lose weight. So are there certain people who might not be candidates? As we know with bariatric surgery, there's a whole um, like psychological profile that goes on and counseling, and you have to fit into certain parameters. What about the intragastric balloon? Um, absolutely should be some patient who's not going to be candidate. The balloon is not going to be candidate for anybody with any major psychiatric disorder or eating disorder, mainly because patient safety. The balloon should be an aid to get healthier, and we need to be sure the patient are able to follow up instruction and take care of themselves. Another uh, condition would preclude the placement of the balloon, any prior gastric or esophageal surgery, including prior bariatric surgery and lab band placement, anybody with severe inflammation of their esophagus, ulcer, or unusual tendency for bleeding. Also, anybody who's not motivated to diet and exercise and use the balloon as aid to weight loss and not willing to change their lifestyle or their eating habits, they're not going to be candidate for the balloon placement. Tell us about the procedure itself. This is a non-invasive procedure, yes? It's minimally invasive because it's an endoscopy. So what happens is patient will come to our ambulatory surgical center. They will undergo conscious sedation by our certified anesthesia team. And after that, we'll perform an upper endoscopy to be sure there is nothing in the endoscopy will make the balloon placement unsafe. And after that, if everything looks okay, we'll place the balloon in the stomach and monitor it deployed under endoscopic guidance. After the procedure, patient will be discharged home in the next hour or two, depend how they feel. And typically, the patient needs to be closely monitored. They need to use medication to manage their symptom after the procedure placement. The balloon FDA approved for six months, mainly to be sure the integrity of the balloon. And at six months, patient will come back, will undergo another endoscopy, and the balloon will be removed. When you insert the gastric balloon, is it inflated or do you insert it and then inflate it? We'll insert it non-inflated, then we'll inflate it with about 600 cc of saline to inflate the balloon. Does a patient feel this balloon in their stomach? Uh, They will feel the balloon, especially the first few weeks, because suddenly you have your stomach is full, and this is how patients will lose weight by giving them sensation of satiety. 
The first week after the balloon insertion, the symptom could be hard, but usually we are very careful. We'll be contacting our patient daily to monitor them, and we'll be giving them instruction about medication to help in aiding the symptom. By second week, and definitely by the third week, majority of the patient will go back to their baseline and will be able to eat, but we encourage sensible eating portion so they will achieve their weight uh, loss goal successfully. So what is eating like for the patient in that first week or so following Um, the procedure? Usually the first week, it's mainly like a clear liquid diet, then full liquid diet, then like um, very thin like a cream of wheat. By second week, usually they be able to eat soft food. By the third week, majority of the patient will be able to progress to kind of small portion solid food, which we recommend fr- frequent small meal when the balloon is in place to help them to lose the weight. Will be very so, similar kind of to bariatric surgery diet. So, Doctor Michael, as you're as you're a gastroenterologist, do you see that this balloon? increases reflux. What happens if somebody suffers from reflux and they want this balloon? Um, Yes, we'll increase your chance for reflux. But before we started, before we place the balloon, we start patient on strong anti-reflux medication called PPI. And the patient needs to remain on this class of medication for the entire duration of the balloon placement to minimize reflux and or to prevent from development of ulcer in the stomach. Having severe reflux or severe inflammation of the esophagus when we do the endoscopy will make it contraindicated to place the balloon. And then when they can eat normally, what do you tell them about lifestyle modifications, exercise, and what types of foods that you would like them to concentrate on? And are there any foods, Dr. Michael, that are off limits at that point? I think the only uh, stuff will be off limited during the balloon placement is carbonated beverage because the carbonation in the beverage may interfere with the balloon integrity. Also, we recommended um, preferably non-caffeinated beverage or lightly caffeinated beverage. As far as the food, it's really the recommendation is what to be healthy, sensible portion and variety of food. We recommend high protein, low in fat, and avoid large quantity of any sugary food or drink which really the majority of us what should be doing anyway to help us to achieve healthier lifestyle. And portion control is very important. And what is the removal like? Uh, the removal is, is another endoscopy. Patients don't feel anything. For safety purpose, we may need to protect their airway by placement in the tracheal tube just for the removal part for safety. Otherwise, it's really not that big deal. The removal takes an average about half an hour. And then afterwards, is there any lasting effect from this balloon? Is there any scar tissue that might have developed? Or has their appetite changed sufficiently that now this has just been a tool to aid in future weight loss? Uh, there is no scarring uh, of the balloon. The balloon surface is very smooth, doesn't cause any damage to the lining of the stomach. As far as their appetite, I think the way I look at it, the balloon is like your six months of rehab. I think majority of us learn to overeat and stretch our stomach. The balloon will teach us a new way of feeling full. And hopefully, if somebody doesn't overeat and go back to old habit, they will be able to maintain the weight loss. 
the balloon by itself is not a magic bullet and is not going to be the magic solution. If something is going to help you to control your appetite when the balloon is in, so you could practice again and again on modification of lifestyle, including both exercise and eating habits. If you're not willing to exercise and change the way you eat, then I think the balloon with any bariatric surgery should not be done because you're really not achieving anything. It's a way to enable you to actively engage in changing your lifestyle. And what type of results have you seen with this minimally invasive procedure different than somebody who does a non-reversible bariatric surgery? Um, The balloon is not going to be as effective as standard bariatric surgery for sure. And the balloon right now... uh, only approved with BMI of 30 to 40. So bariatric surgery for somebody with morbid obesity is definitely better. The result with the balloon is about 40% loss of excess body weight. For example, if you are um, maybe like 40 pounds overweight, on average, majority of patients will lose about 16 to 20 pounds and about 10% of total body uh, weight loss I think if patients really more engaged and more active, in my opinion, they probably be able to lose more and continue the weight loss after the balloon removal. Absolutely fascinating, Dr. Michael. And give your best advice, please, for people that are considering the intragastric balloon system procedure for weight loss, what you tell them every single day about this procedure and why they should come to Summit Medical Group for their care. I think I will tell the patient if you really stage one and stage two obesity, you try very hard with diet and exercise alone to lose weight. You're not successful and you don't have any major comorbidity. Probably the balloon is a good way because it does not really alter the anatomy and overall it's safer than surgery. And I think it really should be considered to be an eight to weight loss and six months period to allow us to rehab and practice better eating habits and lifestyle. Why we should come to Summit Medical Group, here's a gastroenterologist team at Summit Medical Group, and including myself, we have extensive expertise with all aspects of endoscopy, and I have a large experience dealing with various conditions associated with bariatric surgery. We have very nice infrastructure set up. We'll be working closely with our bariatric surgeon, with our dietitian, and our facility set up as a state-of-art facility. We got a lot of support from the nursing staff and from our management. And really, I was very impressed how quickly and swiftly everything we need to implement the balloon safely been carried out by our um, ASE uh, staff and uh, leadership. Thank you so much, Dr. Michael, for being with us today. You're listening to SMG Radio, and for more information, you can go to summitmedicalgroup.com. That's summitmedicalgroup.com. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.